Today, I want to say, this, it was my last fight. And no way I'm going to come here without my father. It was first time when, after what happened with my father, when UFC called me about Justin, I talked with my father, my mother, three days. She don't want to go fight without father, but I promise her, it's going to be my last fight. And if I give my word, I have to follow it. And we're back. Excited. Uh, what you guys just heard, of course, was our uh, very emotional, very touching uh, tribute to one of the greatest fighters to, to ever do it, yep. if not the. That, of course, is Khabib Nurmagomedov. As you heard in the clip, uh, he announced his retirement uh, last weekend. It was um, definitely very moving very you know emotional time for him and just his performance and everything was just world-class still showing that he is you know indeed one of the best to ever do it and um yeah i mean happy to take the time to, to you know do that tribute for him you know yeah it was uh i mean i think right now we're gonna we're kind of gonna go a, a little bit off what we usually do because we, we usually you know recap the card, the card and all um, that stuff and there is some to recap which I guess we're going to touch on but I definitely want to take some time out to yeah. to talk about this because so uh, yeah yeah you, you, keep on. in terms of the entire career of Habib it's you know everything that's been documented from his rise to the the Connor stuff to his dad's passing to to this this win you know he's he's been through so much and everything kind of played out in such a, a well-written movie in a sense yeah i mean to the point where i mean after he won and you know his his reaction to him winning you know i mean anyone that knew the story you can't help but feel some some sort of emotion for him yeah i mean my wife who doesn't even really follow UFC that much I mean she was crying I mean she it was it was such a moving thing you know what I mean and yeah the whole experience of watching you know the fight and him announcing retirement and everyone's reaction to it you know it, it was such a uh, such a moving thing and I, I I've, I've later rewatched the fight I've later rewatched you know mm -hmm. him announcing retirement um, I've you know 
his walkout song even I, I've re-listened to I, I've listened to it because you know we always you know we, we liked it back since a while before a while now yeah you know but now I've like when, now when I listen to it I, I heard from such a different perspective now which is kind of strange yeah but if you ever listen to his walkout song it's or you know hear the story behind it it's like you know it's it's like she's singing from a perspective of you know leaving her home country and traveling off you know i guess maybe you know finding success whatever but you know missing you know the, the things of your home country that you know that calls to you in a sense the things of your home country that you you miss and you know that you enjoy and you you find paradise in yep. and i don't know, listen to the song a lot kind of made me think of you know you know here in mm-hmm. terms of you know the virgin islands and you know it's not as you know flashy and nice as you know the United States, and there's there's many things to go off to the states and do and accomplish, and you'd be right in doing so. But there's also a charm in the Virgin Islands that that it, that it has. Yeah. That you know, I I feel that we you know we could be a little bit more appreciative too, we could be a little bit more respective too, and we can you know, it's always good to pay homage. But getting back to the fight. Um, yeah. Let's let's let's, let's touch quickly on some of the notable fights, and yeah. we can. And talk we, about the, the yeah the other stuff. Um, um, as far well, as notable fights go, um, again, we're not gonna touch on every last one of these. There's there's not a ton to, to really cover. Um, if you were looking uh, on the prelims, the, the the main fight for the prelims, of course, Stefan Struve versus Tai Tuivasa. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing much notable there. Tai Tuivasa knocked out Stefan Struve pretty much. Yeah, like every other heavyweight. And um, <laughs> <laughs> Stefan Struve looked like he was looking. He looked a little bigger. He looked bigger and he, he usually looked, is. So he looked I was, better, but I was looking forward to seeing what he could do. But same result. Tuivasa actually looked smaller. Like he looked sm- like leaner, leaner, mm-hmm. and he he got the knockout. So hats off to Tayo Tuivasa. Um, um, my boy Quitelabo, unfortunately, got knocked out. And we were talking him up, you know, the guy that paints himself as Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, they finally got this fight done, and it. it, it it went the same way it went the first time. Yep, by so, knockout. Yep. So that's now, that. Now on record, there's two knockouts with the same guy. On, on, it's it's hard to build a case for that fight again. Yep. If it ever comes down to it, unfortunately. Um, Lauren Murphy did her thing. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for her. She she, she did a big call out. She wants she, a she fight. Wants, yeah, she wants she wants top person or, or a title shot. Yeah, she's really calling for that title shot, and it's it's good it's because good. the division needs that. The division definitely needs. She's that. definitely gonna get it. Because yeah, but she better be careful what she's asking for. She's asking for Valentina. Whatever. Who Valentina is, you know. They, they, they need the, the the women's divisions need, you know, need stuff like that. It needs excitement. So by all means, she she's, she called it out. She's gonna get it. Whether she wins or loses, it's 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 good, you know. Yeah. Keeps the excitement going. So yeah, so, good, good on for, her. Good for her doing that. Uh, Delph Phil Haas. Mm-hmm. Megatron. The guy they call Megatron, Phil Haas. Which uh, I wish we hyped him up the last, you know, the last um, episode, but well, wait, wait, he's wait, definitely one to look out for. When you're coming from contenders, you know, it's hard to say, you know. Yeah, because you never know. How you, don't, you don't want you know, There's a couple of contenders that do well, and a couple of contenders didn't do so well. So you never really know. So and he was one of them, because he was on the contenders like I think two or three times before he even got the contract. Mm-hmm. So you know, I didn't really want to hype him up, even though he did win by knockout this, to get into the the, the was, UFC. Yeah. I didn't want to hype him up still, you know, but he's earned it. He, he, he's definitely earned it. I mean, Phil Haas showed that he got that knockout power. And he even said that when he fights like that, he throws to, to do that. And mm-hmm. he did it. So hats off to him for doing his thing. That's definitely, and he, he walked up to the camera and said, yeah, this is mine now. Like, mm-hmm. he, he was, 
and just for you guys to be aware, he's in the middleweight division. So a lot of exciting, a lot of exciting prospects in the middleweight division, mm-hmm. and we just added another one, which is Phil Haas. Keep your eyes out, Phil Haas. Can definitely do a lot of big things in that division. And then you have your heavyweights. Um, heavyweights, uh, yeah. Um, Volkov versus Walt Harris. Walt Harris drop, unfor- dropping another one, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, Walt Harris uh, lost another one. Um, he was looking good. He looked fresh. He looked like, you know, ready. Mm-hmm. You know, putting the whole, you know, losing his daughter behind him. And he looked like he was, like, you know, back and he was in a good place. But unfortunately, a he's... Kicked to the solar he plexus. He got a, a kick to the solar plexus. just changed the whole perspective mm-hmm. on that fight. Like, mm-hmm. he... he reacted immediately you could mm-hmm. tell he was in a lot of pain and i didn't know if it was a broken rib or what but it was definitely like a liver kick that just when once you get those those shut you down mm-hmm. if you've never been hitting the liver or the bread basket trust me it's not something fun not something uh, you mm-hmm. want to experience mm-hmm. not something to look forward to so unfortunately he drops two in a row now. Two in a row now, but I still think there's there's some great things some coming promise out. Of, there. Yeah. I mean, and, and he, he he was talking himself up. I was, I, I was starting to drink the Kool Aid. He was he was talking himself up good. I was like, okay, yeah, but and I mean, Volkov, you know, he's not he doesn't tough. do things that stands out, but he's always a tough fight for anybody. Mm-hmm. And he just shows that you know he has that he's crisp that, striking. Yeah, and, you he's know, still that the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's a problem. So hats off to Volkov doing his thing in heavyweight division, moving up. So. Heavyweight's kind of heating up a little bit now. You have mm-hmm. Volkov, you have, um, uh, what's his name, Nagano, uh, maybe Bones Jones, which I don't even want to talk about, but... Oh, we're going to talk about him. Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good stuff going on in heavyweight division. We'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. And of course, you got Blakovich. So, Blakovich and Volkov, I think, would be a good, good fight. Mm, Blakovich is not heavyweight. Oh, sorry, he's light heavyweight. Sorry, what am I thinking? Heavyweight. Who's heavyweight champion right now? Um, it's... Stipe. Stipe. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a good fight. I mean, it's not gonna probably do good pay-per-view numbers, but. And then of course the Robbie co-main versus Jared Cannonier. which was was hyped up, and a lot of people talked about this one. You know, everybody was saying you know Cannonier is gonna do it to get the title shot against Easy, mm-hmm. but uh, Robert Rudker just shows that there's there's levels to this. Yeah, it was just outclassed him really. Because I think a lot of people were going with Cannonier, and even even the betting lines. Was going with Canair as the favorite early on. So if, if you got in early on the betting and you picked Whitaker, you, you, you could have made some money. I mean, mm-hmm. it evened up closer to the fight because people started to mm-hmm. yeah. make come sense to, of the come whole to their thing. senses. <laughs> but people were, were, had Canair against, you know, over Whitaker, which to me, when I heard it, I was like, that's crazy to me because mm-hmm. he hasn't really he hasn't really done much. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, he's coming off of two victories, I think, mm-hmm. in the middleweight division, but before that, he's coming off of two losses in light heavyweight. Which yes is a new division, but no one's counting that. But in the grand scheme of things, weight classes it's not that big of a factor. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's still your skills against another man's skills. Mm-hmm. I mean, weight does have a factor. You know, you can take more damage, or you know, you're stronger, or whatever the case may be. But he was coming off two losses, so he's never really shown to me to be like a world beater that everyone was making him out to be. Granted, he has the knockout power, and he has the, the right mindset as a fighter. But he was never that well beat in my mind. So when we do did our picks, I didn't pick him because I, I knew Robert Whitaker is this is a former champion. Exactly. This is a guy that has only lost to, to the eat. current champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he has some other losses on his record, but if you look at his more recent body of work, mm-hmm. Robert Whitaker has been solid. Solid. Bobby Knuckles has been tearing through the division. Bobby Knuckles. And if you look at everyone that he fights, he does damage to them, significant damage. Mm-hmm. 
And this one was no different. He, you know, you know, he broke Kanahari's arm. Huh? Kanahari broke an arm from the kicks. From one of those kicks, yep, that he blocked. Man, because those kicks were coming. Those, those he, he he throws some punches to, to forces you to to lean to one side, and then the kicks come. Yep. Like, one of those kicks broke. Um, the wow. Arm. Yeah, Rumberg is just just t- it's a tough, durable guy, and he's, he's and, former champion. He, he, and and, uh, and now they're, uh, which I think is a fight to make. Paulo Costa is calling him out. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an exciting fight. I mean, I, th- I think I think Whitaker is gonna win. Obviously. But I, th- I still think it's you know, if you're Costa just wants to get back up there as soon as possible. And that that would be the right move for him to make. Sure, but is it, does he have the skills to? He doesn't. Honestly speaking, I think he needs to. Because if he fights Kanahari, I think Kanahari can beat him. To me, I mean, Paul Costa. So maybe, is, so maybe you take the two losers and put them together to see. One hundred percent. Fight go go fight. Kanahari, because Even if, that, if you could get past Kanahari, that would be a more solid That would be a more interesting fight. Those yeah. are two guys that are sluggers, but I don't know how Kanahari is going to be ready. The broken arm and everything mm-hmm. now. But, that's true. But um, that would be a good fight. To me, that's a better fight than Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker is, is going to win, yeah. He's going to piece him up. He's too fast. His footwork is too good. And he's he does damage. Mm-hmm. This is a former champion. Like, I think, honestly speaking, only person I think is gonna beat Robert Whitaker right now is Izzy. It's mm-hmm. a good point. Because if they fight again, I'm pretty sure Izzy's gonna win again. Sorry but to say. You could honestly, like in interviews, and they were asking him about it, like you know, do you think now you're ready for the title shot? He kind of skirted around it, and I was like, damn, that is that's what Izzy does. Maybe he, maybe he knows. He knows. He, he was in there. And he he was in there with him, and he know he knows what Izzy brings, and he's like, he's not in any rush. He's not. In, he's like, you know, I'm not in any rush. You know, I'll and, fight and properly, put so, in front he, of me. He, blah blah blah. Right now, if you're Robert Whitaker, all you have to do. Just, just hang out. Just keep winning. Just yeah. keep winning. Mm-hmm. You, don't need to, you don't need to fight a chance. Because Izzy's going to move up. There was already talk of Izzy moving up. Mm-hmm. When Izzy moves about out, you come get, back for your belt. Get your belt back. <laughs> you're you're going to be right. You're going to be number one mm-hmm. forever. Because mm-hmm. if you look at that division, there's no one beating Robert Whitaker right now. He's too good. Like his performance last night, like Saturday, just showed that. He's too good. He's too good. He's quick and he, he does damage. And he, he, has, he has a couple tricks. Which, in this fight, he'd roll out some new tricks that we've never seen. Mm-hmm. Never seen him go for a takedown. Mm-hmm. And he went for a takedown this fight. Showing some of his wrestling um, acumen. So, Robert Whitaker still, you know. Still solid. Still solid, still top of the division. Because still, he's still in the right frame of mind. And, mm-hmm. and He's a nice guy. I like yeah, He's a very nice guy. And I think that's uh, maybe to his own fault. Because he doesn't talk too much. Mm-hmm. So, people, he's not really like, Marketable in that aspect, but the good thing about him, which I think he he fares well for our brand, is that he's a gamer. Yeah. So he does have a Twitch and everything, and mm-hmm. he, he he plays a lot of video games. So whenever he's not fighting, that's what he does. That's what he's doing. So maybe you should reach out and give him a VIVN endorsement. <laughs> that would be great, which would probably never happen. But you never say never. Who knows? Never say never, man. Never say never. Can be part of stream team. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Robert Whitaker's part of stream team. Oh man, everything like everything will just go up. I'll throw the kitchen sink. Every I'll, I'll just dump all the money that I throw at him. <laughs> but anyways, and back to Khabib and Gaethje, which was a great the main fight. event. Yep, Khabib versus Gaethje. I mean, there's, there's the, where do you begin with this one? A lot of people are saying it was a blowout, but it wasn't. No. There was Khabib got hit a couple of times Khabib that got you were hit like a lot, and Gaethje landed some leg kicks that even Gaethje said he, he felt he was two or three leg kicks away from 
stopping this fight. And he's probably right because he was landing some hard leg kicks that yeah, were hurting Khabib. Which, which he does. That's what Gaethje does. Mm-hmm. And he said it, you know, he just needs to land about eight of them. Which we talked about earlier in, in the last mm-hmm. podcast as well. And boy, he didn't, he didn't disappoint there, but Khabib, Khabib me, he, he had a, well, one, one, a couple of things that impressed me about Khabib. One, he, he had a chin on him. Because he got hit a couple of times and he did, it didn't deter him from coming forward. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's what... That's what makes him different, because a lot of people, when, when you start getting hit, you're like, okay, let me... Back up, try to clear the cobwebs. Khabib, nope. Terminator, keep moving forward. Another day in the office. So that impressed me. His stand-up, for the first time, impressed me. Because mm-hmm. Khabib, before this fight, never had a good stand-up. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get what anyone says. People mm-hmm. say, oh, he knocked down Conor, but he, he didn't knock, out, knock down Conor because he had good stand-up. He knocked him out because you know, of the, 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 the threat of the shot, of the wrestling. Is why he got the knockdown on Connor. But his, his hands generally weren't the best. Mm-hmm. He was never impressed with his hands. This fight, he was actually working behind a jab, mm-hmm. actually throwing some uppercuts. He was showing some good boxing. Like he was, mm-hmm. and not only that, he was throwing flying knees. He, he, he usually throws them, but he was very aggressive with them this, this fight. And he landed them too. He landed. His stand up was looking like ferocious. I was like, mm-hmm. I was really impressed by the stand up. The pressure, the, first time the pressure he put on Gaethje was. Like he said, he was gonna drown him, and Gaethje was definitely drowning. And like midway in the first one, you could like Gaethje was just throwing kind of like wild, wild punches, just kind of like it's 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 this weird thing that I I think I talked about before with like the, the Diaz brothers, where pressure is a real is is a skill set. It's, I don't know how you teach it, but pressure is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And the Diaz brothers are famous for it when they you know they just keep coming forward and. By the end of the third f- round or so, guys are gassed and like you, you can't put a finger on what exactly is doing it, but it's it's, it's this thing pressure. called pressure. And Khabib is like that multiplied by ten because at the end of the first round, I've never seen Gaethje so tired at the end of like from one round. From one round, Gaethje was sucking wind like I couldn't. Be, I was like, what what is happening here? Yeah. Does anybody else see like Gaethje was extremely exhausted and there was you you can't point a finger and say. It was this or that. It was exactly. It was, it was just. It was just, just the extreme pressure that he put on him. Mm-hmm. It was the weirdest thing. Yep. Kichi was exhausted. Like even, even when he went to stand in the crowd, actually, like he was those times where he was like taking times to take strong deep breaths to try to catch his win back. Yep. But in the second round, Khabib just just drowned him. Continued, continued that pressure mm-hmm. and, and eventually took him down. And showing some new wrinkles in his game. I mean, Khabib ground game is usually from the top. Ground he wraps your legs up. He grounds and pounds you. He you, you try you to get away from him. He he chokes you out. Get your back, chokes you out. But this time he was Pakistani handcuff, all that. He didn't even do that. Didn't even do none of that. I thought I'm attempting it, but he didn't even get it. But he just choked, just choked him out. He just he attempted. He's he was he was going after the submissions instead and of letting them come to him. In the first round, I think he was going for like an armbar, mm-hmm. and he almost had the armbar until the bell. He had it, but it Which, was the bell. Yeah, you never see Khabib go for armbar. It's always like a choker or. Mm-hmm. Or just ground and pound. He worked from the bottom twice in this fight, mm-hmm. which we never see him work from the bottom. I was on top. And then, of course, ultimately he got the finish from uh, triangle choke from bottom. Like mm-hmm. you never see Khabib on bottom. And he just showed that he has all these skills that you know you, you don't get to see. It was it was just so imp- it was such an pr- impressive performance. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. I mean, unfortunately, it's his last performance. Yeah, he went ahead and um. Announces um, retirement, which we, you know, in the tribute that we played earlier, you, you heard that. And um, good for him. He set out, set out to do something. He did it. 
and now he's going to do whatever he wants to do right now. Mm-hmm. Six million for this fight, by the way. Good. And that's just the guaranteed money. That's not mm-hmm. even talking about you know everything else. So good for him. I think he got six million, and then he got ninety thousand in incentives after that as well. And that's not even including the pay per view numbers yet. So he's going to be sitting pretty for this one. I mean, especially you know if he goes back to live home in Dagestan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That money's going to go a long way. Yeah, because he, he, he again, this is, and people talk about you know UFC money versus boxers money, which is which is true. But the difference between Khabib and like, let's say like a Floyd Mayweather is that Khabib is not living that flashy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. With that money, he's living very humbly. So, so you talk about a man with like millions of dollars, more money than he needs, and he's just living humbly. He can run a country with that kind of money. Yep, he's he's just he's just gonna he's gonna chill, take care of his family, and that's it. Do his thing. Uh, my my advice to him is just keep as many people out of your pockets as possible. I mean, I'm sure the UFC is gonna always gonna take care of him anyway. Yeah. But not only the UFC, keep, but keep people his management. His management. Probably the country of Russia. I don't know if you saw. I heard Putin invited him to the Kremlin. I'm not surprised. Did, did you see what Dagestan looked like during the fight? After, after I, I, saw, I saw some footage of people inside people's houses or people cheering and stuff, but I didn't see the country itself. Streets were full of people. It was like Conormania. It was just as bad as Conormania. People were everywhere in the streets of Dagestan and Russia. Everywhere, there's no, there's no place to drive. Then there's none of that. People were in the streets for this man. So like, he can eat. He can, he can run for any in government. He, like, he he's he's in he's a good spot. It. And it, it, it sucks to see him retire on top like this because like, you know, he has more to give. He has more. Like he has so much more to give, and his his whole country would would just enjoy all of it. But even though he's retiring. He can still play his role in the fight. For example, he does yeah. corner a lot of he people. He does corner a lot of people. So There's a lot of fighters that he's trained mm-hmm. to come up. So he, he, that's where his legacy is going to continue, I think. Mm-hmm. And, of course, whenever UFC comes to Russia, I'm sure he's going to be a big part of it. Yep. So his, his future still looks bright. It's not like his, his income goes to zero right now. Mm-hmm. It, it, it goes to whatever he wants it to be right now because it's mm-hmm. the sky's the limit for this guy right now. He's, he's still getting paid for interviews. He's still getting... You know, endorsements. Eventually, they're gonna. Someone's gonna write a one or write a book about him. He's gonna have a book, and that book is gonna. That book is gonna sell. You know, there's, there's nothing he can do right now. There could be a biopic on him. He's 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 set. He's good. And more more on his legacy. To me, one of the things that that could be proved, like well, his legacy goes so far beyond what most people are even considering. Because mm-hmm. if you look at you know the way fighters are usually. You know, their image they usually portray for, for fighters. Uh, just even average fighters or even the, some of the best fighters. It's always either this tough guy persona or this rich guy persona mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Yeah. And this is a guy that was always humble. Always humble. You know, it was never about any of that. Mm-hmm. He, was always his, he was always him. Mm-hmm. Always authentic to himself. So there's that aspect. But then from a guy, being a guy coming from the part of the world that he comes from and all the stigma that goes along with that, mm-hmm. especially here in the U.S. Yep. Uh, you know, all how, we, how we view them. All yeah. the, mm-hmm. the movies and all the, mm-hmm. you know, fake news and all the media and everything on that part of the world or whatever that's portrayed here in the U.S. For a guy to come from that part of the U.S. and impact the, yeah. the entire U.S. For example, mm-hmm. you can see 
a Muslim Arab or anybody, mm-hmm. you know, Russian or, or someone from Pakistan. And you can you can bump into someone from there and just mention Khabib's name, and you guys can actually have a conversation now. Mm-hmm. Actually, have mm-hmm. a friendly dialogue. You actually a point connect. Of interest, yeah. mm-hmm. You guys can actually connect on a point now, instead of just this person being, oh, this person could probably be a scary terrorist. Mm-hmm. Now you can actually you know connect with somebody on something now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His impact goes so far. That he, he as far as like world peace, even mm-hmm. yeah, he he, cro- he definitely crossed a lot of bridges. He crossed a lot of bridges that a lot mm-hmm. of people, like we're we're gonna our children gonna be talking about Khabib in the future. I think I think he's he has the impact that I think uh, what's his name Fedor could have have if mm-hmm. Fedor kept doing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Fedor could have been the Khabib, but he wasn't marketable because he never talked and started losing, and he <laughs> had the wrong wrong people around him. Yeah. But for a guy like Khabib to do what he did, the way he did it, and then right off in the sunset, I think he's gonna be like a Bruce Lee figure mm-hmm. for our our kids and our kids' kids. And we're all gonna remember where we were when mm-hmm. this fight went down. Yep. And he announced his retirement. Everybody, I feel. Yeah, I mean it was. Again, it was it's like the best written movie. I mean, it was it was just so well written, and there's so much more to you. people don't notice, but. He had a broken foot three weeks he had before a the fight. Yep, his his toes were t- taped up during the fight. And if you if you look if you look at his foot like you look at his foot not only was taped up but you could see that it was that foot wasn't right. Yeah, it's a bit mangled. So he, he did all that with a broken foot. Did all that with a broken foot, which not to go back, but Connor did that twice. But <laughs> just say, but um, but yeah, but he, even Connor. Speaking of Connor, even Connor paid his respects. Connor paid his which, respects. Hats off. Yes. Because Connor, Connor's a guy, you, a very proud man, you know. Mm, and yep. Him and Khabib always had this. Yeah, the, the, the worst the, rivalry. The, the darkest UFC has ever been was the build up for those when those yep. two were going to fight. Mm-hmm. That's the darkest UFC have ever been. Like, like you, like leaving the press conference, you always felt a bit uncomfortable. Yes. And the build up to the fight, you're like, man, somebody's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Some, gonna somebody's going to die. Mm-hmm. Something dangerous is going to happen. Yeah. It, it was definitely bad times. But for them to go through all of that, Canada. I, I, I would love to see the two of them face-to-face make up. That'd be great. It would be the best thing for the sport, best thing for both of them moving forward. Mm-hmm. Because they can put this whole rivalry behind them. Because they're never going to fight again. They're never going to fight again. So you might as well. You might as well just make up. But, I mean, it's, it's one thing. And Conor already, I mean, already showed his respect over Twitter, but it's, it's, it'd be a whole other thing to see that visual of both of them, you know. Shaking hands. Shaking yeah. hands. Even hugging, even embracing—that's that's, that's a little stretch, but you know, just making up that way. I think, oh, that, that, it, that, it would add to the for, for humanity, actually. Yeah, not, it, not just even for the fight game. For it, it it adds to the legacy. It takes it step further. But we'll see if it ever happens. And let's touch on the, the the bad side of this whole thing. Is well, not the well, bad well, side. Well, but, we'll start with with Connor's team because okay. for every D- D- Dylan Dennis mm. couldn't couldn't have taken Connor's example and just mm. let it go. Mm. Want to say, oh, Khabib is running from Conor. Mm. Shh, let's shut up. Yeah. I've, I mean, granted, I've never met him, that was fine. <laughs> but because he was part of Conor, I was like, I just kind of accepted, okay, well, yeah. he's part it's of the clique or whatever. But part of the boy, yeah. This guy just needs to go with. Mm. He's in Beltor for a reason. And if you ever hear him talk, you swear this guy is the best thing since sliced bread. He, he, he's he's kind of borderlining on Kobe coming Kobe thing to me. Mm. Like, as far as the dislike I have for him. <laughs> Well, I mean, now for sure. Well, he's building up because even before, if you hear him talk, 
he, he's obviously trying to be Conor. He's trying his absolute best mm-hmm. to be Conor McGregor. But not he's not taking the good things from Conor McGregor, like the work ethic mm-hmm. and the you know the skills and everything. He just has he's a one trick pawn, just his grappling, which he's world class at. But Do he's not so far. Yeah, Damian Maya. Exactly. And he's trying to take this poor persona. Thing. He, very annoying. He's very COVID Connington like where he, you know he'd post pictures with him and girls and all, mm-hmm. all like very annoying, very childish. He couldn't see Khabib right from the sunset to say, "Oh, he's running from Connor." Shut up, because Connor's not even saying it. Exactly. Just, just stop trying to grab your clout or whatever. Just, just and it, it, if you're not good to say, just shut up. I, I hate I hate people that do that. Just same thing with Paulo Costa. It's like when you hear people say stuff like that, it's like, did he not just beat you convincingly? Like, <laughs> there's not there's, you can't you can't use that argument. That argument doesn't exist. If there was some controversy, then you could say, "Yeah, patience." But like when it's when it's clear cut, when it's clear cut, there's that that argument doesn't exist. Yeah. So and instead of being an adult and being the bigger person, I'm like mm-hmm. you know what, happy for Khabib, whatever, mm-hmm. just squash the beef because th- th- there's there's no there's not there's nothing. Well, with him, it's different because he, 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 he <laughs> they, they they put some they put some blows on him. They yeah. put some They put some licks on him. <laughs> well, <laughs> they, they they beat him up in the crowd. But at the same time, like I said, like I said we're talking about for the, what's good for the sport because mm-hmm. again, that was a very dark time in, in mm-hmm. the UFC. They need to put the, put the whole chapter behind them by just mm-hmm. squashing it. Squashing it, yep. Would be the best thing. Hopefully somebody speaks to, to Connor and his team. I mean, Connor already set the example. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Everybody seems to follow it. Just should have just followed it, but whatever. Next guy on my shit list is, is John Jones. Man. What a scumbag. Scum de Liam. I, I have such an appreciation for John Jones as a fighter. But as a person. He's just the worst kind of person, man. He the just, worst kind of human being. He just gets in his own way and he just needs to just... I don't know, man. What, what, we're, what we're referring to... Where do we begin with this guy? Is, you know, Connor asks to be put on, like, number one pound Khabib. for pound... Khabib. Uh, Khabib, I'm sorry. Khabib asks to be put on the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. In the, in, in the, on the list. Which he, does, he honestly deserves. It. He's undefeated for this long. And it's not even... He's, he, hasn't even he, doesn't, he doesn't even have rounds where he lost. It's safe to say... That's a, I mean, that's... He's been dominant. Without, it goes without question. And it's, it's, it's recent, because if, if you look at... If you look at these lists, right? They're, they're not even a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're getting paid based on the power. No, it's yeah. nothing. Yeah. It doesn't affect none of that. Mm-hmm. It's just a list to give us something to talk about. Okay. That's yeah. literally all it is. Mm-hmm. The pound for pound list is just a list to give us something to talk about. Yep. To say, this guy is pound mm-hmm. for pound better than... The, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just mumbo-jumbo. And, and, and Khabib has earned his, his spot there. There's no and 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 why? Because he's fought recently. Mm-hmm. When you look at the pound for pound list, whenever it moves, it's all based on recent recent fight. performance. Mm-hmm. When's the last time John Jones fight? Exactly. So the fact that he's not like it's, it's, it's not what we're referring to, by the way, is the fact that John Jones decided. Yeah, we, we haven't gotten into it because it's so annoying that you know Khabib should not be put on the number one pound for pound because he's still the pound for pound champion because he's, he's a- had more title defenses and. How is this even a conversation? Blah, 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 blah. And I could see his argument. Fine, whatever. But that's not the point there. The, 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 when you look at the, the career of Habib and everything he's gone through and everything he's done. You, you, you're watching it. You're seeing everything that he went through and you see him mm. at his highest moment. Him, you know, you know what? I'm retiring right now. Mm. John Jones couldn't have been the bigger person. I just let Khabib have his moment. No, he couldn't. He couldn't. He tried to steal the spotlight and said like, no. Once again... He's trying to take the shine off of, from somebody else. Mm-hmm. When, when, when Izzy was doing his thing and yep. winning... He tried to take the spotlight again. He wants to do the spotlight again. It's like, 
dude, just He's if a, you're not gonna fight and earn your spot, you just show you, uh, don't need to do is shut up and fight. Exactly. That's it. That's it. If he if if he you know stayed out of his own way, stay off of know, Twitter. Because I mean, if if you want to compare careers, I mean, let's look at what Khabib has done, not just inside the ring but outside the ring. You know, he's definitely a humanitarian as opposed to a partying, drug abusing, you know, you know, it's, and I, I'm not, I'm not perfect by any means. I'm not here to judge anybody, but I'm saying like, Habib definitely deserves to be on that number one pound for pound list. There's no question based on everything he's done inside the ring, everything he's done outside the ring. And again, he, his recent fights, he's, exactly. he's undefeated. John Jones has one defeat on his record, from which is from disqualification. Which even proves more that Khabib should be on the list because he hasn't made a mistake. He ha- he's been perfect throughout his career. John Jones has lost rounds. John Jones has lost rounds. He's gotten disqualified. He's gotten belt stripped from him. How could you put him on the list? You know what I mean? I mean, granted, John Jones is on the list. He he's been number yes, one. He, because he, yeah, yeah. Okay, let, let's let, let's correct that. He does deserve to be on the list. But like. Khabib, def- Khabib definitely deserves to be on the number one list because let's say the both of them are the same weight class. You think Khabib would beat John Jones? There's a good argument for it. 100. There's a good argument for it. I mean, it's it's not it's not a, a sure shot way, but he's beaten great strikers, mm-hmm. and, and John he, Jones has shown the ability to be, be taken down. Yeah, and Khabib has beaten Khabib grapples with heavyweights. John Jones is a light heavyweight. Yeah, so it's not. So like, if they fight right now, maybe he can beat him. Exactly. Is is is. All that aside, they're not going to fight. Whatever. Mm. All the justifications doesn't even matter. Because, again, let's, let's, I'm trying to put this in perspective so people can understand the scumbag that John Jones is. <laughs> this is a list mm-hmm. that you know, reporters and people use just to give us something to talk about. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't, it doesn't take money from anybody's pocket for being on this list or yep. being higher or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's none of that. It's just a list. That gives us something to talk about. So John Jones saw Khabib fight his Mate. heart out mm-hmm. without his father there. Because mm-hmm. he just recently lost his father. Man, break down in emotions and everything. Announced his retirement and said, you know what? It's my final request. Just make me the pom pom top, you know, mm-hmm. number one. Because mm-hmm. I feel I deserve this. I did all these things. Whatever. Look at my career. Mm-hmm. I feel I deserve this. Everybody that has anything to do with this said, you know what? This guy makes sense. Mm-hmm. Of course. Makes, you know what? We'll honor this. You know why? Because it's just a list <laughs> that gives us something to talk about. It's not like it's set in stone. It's not like it can't change. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, which is the most, which makes this even more of a scumbag move, in my opinion. Habib is retiring. He will be on the list for a week or two. Exactly. You know, it's exactly maybe a month. It's and exactly then he's retiring, point. so you're gonna have to take him up at some point. Exactly. It's just, it's a, it's like a diamond request. It's his final request. It's the last thing he wants. You can't, you can't, 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 let, him, can't let him have a shine. Can't let him have a shine. Gotta make your uh, gotta make your voice known. For a list that doesn't make that much sense. And his justification, oh, you know, it, it, it spits on all the work that him and his team has done. Blah blah blah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because one, you've been on that list. Mm-hmm. You've been to the top of that list for a long time. And you're still there. And you're still at the top of the list. Maybe drop to number two for a, what, a week or two? Or until you fight again, maybe? Exactly. Which is right, because you, don't, you haven't fought. Exactly. Exactly. Which is the right thing to do. Just shut your mouth and fight. 
That's all we don't know what your, we don't, uh, as of today, we don't know what your recent performance is. Not to mention, you are quote unquote retired. Right? <laughs> exactly. So you shouldn't That's even right. be on the list. That is 100% right. Why are you arguing for a list if you did, are so called retired? did claim retirement a while back. So yeah. we don't even know what John's going to do. We don't know if he's going to fight again. Mm-hmm. We don't know if he's going to you know, fight heavyweight. He's going to go back to light heavyweight. He's going to fight Izzy. Is he going to fight Brockovich? Mm-hmm. Is he going to fight Nagano? Mm-hmm. Is he going to fight Stipe? Like, what, what are you doing? Nobody knows. But yet here you are defending a, a, a imaginary list. Just scumbag. Scumbag. Scum, scum, scumbag. And I, I can't wait to see him lose. Because I think it'll be the last piece of humble pie that there's as... That he needs. That he needs to be force-fed. He needs to be stripped of everything great that he's quote-unquote ever worked for. Because just when you like, because he has been. Just when you, just when, just when you think he's okay, he's a better person now. He's, he's learning he's, from his mistakes. He just shows that he hasn't. Yeah, he's the same. So he, he just needs, he just needs a little more humbling. Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't happen. The best, the best thing that could happen to him is, is him losing. I think so. He just needs to lose to get that out of his system. So okay, you're, you're, dude, you're a regular dude. Like, we're all regular people. We're all working for what we want. Now, just, just be a stand-up person. Mm-hmm. He, he tries to be a pretend stand-up person. Like, he tries to portray that image, mm-hmm. but you can tell it's always forced. It's never yep. him. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I can't stand that about him. And, again, like, I, I mean, I've done a lot of John Joe stuff. Like, I've excused him for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Him drinking and all that, getting caught with a gun, him hitting a pregnant lady, all that BS. Mm-hmm. I, I, I always forget because I, I was always a John Jones fan. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, like, I like, you know, some of the things that he's accomplished and everything, and, and, and the way he carries himself, to some degree, I, I, I appreciate. But I'm to the point now that I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm fed up with John Jones. Like, if he doesn't fight again, couldn't care any less. And if he does fight again, I want to see him lose. Mm-hmm. That, that's where I'm at with John Jones. Sorry to say, because about a week ago, I was a John Jones fan. But it's just like, how many, how many times are we going to excuse from this guy? How many times are we going to give him a pass, bro? He's just, he has shown that, he has shown his true character. Even if you, even if you could compare him to Conor McGregor. Because some people say Conor McGregor is kind of going on that path too as well. Mm-hmm. Of all this other stuff. You can see the, you can see the difference. I, I could see more of a difference in Conor than I could see. Because Con- Conor won, so a lot, some of it has been false accusation, people just trying to get money out of him. Mm-hmm. Because of the, the mega star that he is. And there's been situational stuff where he's, you know, and, and he, he's... You know, honestly, like uh, uh, apologize for, and you, you can see him. He's took it himself. Oh, like he doesn't like go out and stuff like that. He just he, every time you see Conor pictures now in the media, it's mm-hmm. just pictures of him and his family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's uh, and that's that's the best place for him to be around your family, be surrounded by the people that actually mm-hmm. love you, and you can just you know humble you and humble you and, and everything. Yeah, and, he, and and Conor has lost, so mm-hmm. he has been humbled, and he's mm-hmm. you can see in the, in, the, in the cowboy fight, he was it was a much different Conor, even though he won, yeah. It was, it was a it was a different everything you can you can see like he's he's being himself. I even said it like this is this is who I am. I'm not going to be myself. Mm-hmm. Great. This is what needs to happen to John Jones. He needs to get man. I, and you, man, you know what? I wish that Cormier wasn't retired. <laughs> And Cormier's beat the brakes off of him one, at least one oh, time. Unfortunately, that can happen. That's never gonna happen. Unfortunately. <laughs> John is always going to be Cormier. But yes, unfortunately. Man, that would be the biggest piece of humble pie. That would be. If Cormier comes back and beats the brakes off of John Jones, that would be the greatest thing ever. It actually would be. 
That'll be the best thing for John Jones. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll be a John Jones fan after that. I'll definitely be a Cormier fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not really a Cormier fan, so yeah, that says a lot. But anywho, enough on that scumbag. Um, this weekend, um, we may have we up doing another tribute because another great fighter is going to be announcing his retirement as well. Yeah, Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva is uh, his last fight's coming up this weekend against um, Uriah Hall, so that's going to be a good fight. Um, it was scheduled before, but it didn't happen. I'm glad to see it actually come through because those are two. Those very are two, strikers. two very skilled strikers. So we're definitely looking forward to that. Um, for those of you on the Pick'em game, definitely get your picks in. Um, we're actually at a tie this weekend, so that's going to be that's interesting. Um, still trying to not forget how we're going to you know, resolve it, but it, it's, it, it's a tie as of uh, right now, last week's Pick'em game. But yeah, if you're not on the Pick'em game, definitely get on that. It's a good way to enjoy the fights, win some money. Fight Talk was recorded from the Eyes of Boys podcast. You can check us out on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Beaker, you name it, we're there. Check us out. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to $10, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated.